Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe List. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Ah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tuesdays with Stories, the greatest podcast inside of your asshole. You got that right. We're right, we're right in there. We're crammed in. And, yeah, uh, the, the, the hole is gaping. It's wet. Uh, we keep trying over here with the, the anal, and it ain't happening. What do you mean? It, their buttholes, is, it's like a like a needle thread. I, I, I got yarn. I can't get in that hole. Oh, you and the wife. Yes. I thought you were talking about the podcast the whole time. Oh, no, the pod I'm in. I'm, I'm swimming. I'm, I'm doing jumping jacks in that hole. All right. So you've been trying anal with the, uh, the girlfriend. Yeah, repeatedly. And I get, I get like a, a, a speck of dirt in there. And she's like, ah, what do you got in there? A jackhammer? I'm like, no, I haven't gone in yet. Wow. What, so what do you use it? Do you have fuck water like I recommended or Crisco or eggs or what is it? <laughs> we got lube, we got uh, vegetable oil, I got Pam, I'm spraying Pam, I've tried butter. Nothing works. I mean, I think because she's scared, so that the muscles tense instinctively. It percolates a little bit. or pretty... Yes, which might be nice around the shaft once I'm in. Maybe when I when I put it in, I'm going to tell her a ghost story or something, but she's too, she's too keyed up, and it's, you know, you're... Innately, you think, all right, cover your asshole so a bear doesn't get in or whatever. Well, you know what you should do is try some fucking CBD. Get some feel oh! CBD. Make her drink half a dish of that and stick some in her ass, maybe, and loosen That's her up. That's not bad. Yeah, I'll spray it on like tranny fluid. I like the little needle squeeze that comes in, that little <laughs> droplet thing. Yeah. Um, so maybe put some of that on her butt and make her sniff some, loosen it up a little. That's not bad, but literally her ass is so tight. I don't know if I can get a drop of feels in there. Wow. I mean, that is a touch. Did she shit? Yeah, that's a good point. She's got a big brown doo-doo coming out of her. Why not a little white dick? Well, it's different directions. It's like a mousetrap. I know a lot about mousetraps, obviously. They're designed to go in but not come out like a lobster trap. They can go in, but once they're in, they can't come out. Uh huh. Like it's a vending the, machine. Exactly. It's the reverse. It's designed to slide out, but it's not designed to slide in. No offense so to our true. gays. Yeah. <laughs> well, but again, not all gays like it in the pooper. That's true. Um, but that's nice that you're trying new things. Uh, do you put a finger in there? Does that go in okay? I know the finger's too big. You can't get a pinky in there. I'm telling you, man, a, a ray of light, a song can't even get in there. It, it's like a, a soundproof headphone. You got to get some fuck water. Once the joint is open, get some fuck water. You could stick a, a micro machine in there. Ah, that's what I call my dick, but I'll try. Uh, maybe the fuck water is the key because we've tried other lubes. No, fuck water is nice. I, I got my big toe in there on Wednesday. <laughs> I watched that nail. Oh, the toenail. Yeah, I haven't uh, I haven't clipped my toenails since I think mid February. Now it's kind of like a fun challenge. Like, let's see if I can keep going. I just did it the other day. My whatever it would be the pointer finger on the finger, but it's like the the thick toe, whatever the the one next to the thumb. 
The index. Yeah, the index toe. But it feels like a different thing. Like the, this finger feels like I'll get you. But on the yeah. on the foot, you can only point with the big toe. Oh, that's interesting. You're right. You can't stick up the index toe, really. Yeah, and and it is. It's also interesting how fingers have their own job. Like you got indexes for the phone for pointing. Then Reading. you got the middle. Sure. Then you got the ring. Yep. And then you got the retard pink. The butthole finger. Yeah, or Coke. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Coke. Coke and a butthole. Oh, ooh, that might nice loosen Saturday. her up. <laughs> little little butthole freeze. Um, Jared Freeze. The, when I went to public school, all the uh, the black guys had a crazy long pinky nail because they would do bumps, and I didn't know what it was for 30 years. Jesus, what'd you go to school in the 70s in the village? <laughs> <laughs> it was New Orleans, man. It was it was it was it was wild. Um, well, any jizz. Wait, what was what did I start to say about something? I can't even remember. Butthole, anal. I think we had moved from butthole to something. Oh, the toenail. Does your index toenail is it thicker than the other ones? No, the the big toe is the thickest. No, I mean thick like the nail, the the thickness, not the width. The, the the big toe is wide. I'm talking thick. No, no thick. I got no girth on that one. Like my my index toenail is like an inch thick. It's like it's like a white block of cheese. Wow, that's odd. I got cheese toes. That means maybe that means you're gay, you're majestic, or you're chosen. Something's up. Well, I want to eat cow. That makes me gay. I don't know about the toe. Well, everything's got a message to it, you know. Like the rings of the tree tell you how old it is. the The thickness of an index toe means you're, uh, you know, got diarrhea. Everything's got a message. What are you becoming a guru? <laughs> you sound like Marianne What's her toes? That fucking lady that ran for president. What's oh her name? yeah, yeah. Winwood uh, or Woodward? Johnson? Williamson. Williamson Taylor. Yeah. Everything's got a message. Wait, what are you talking like eyebrow? Eyebrow width? Does that mean something? Yeah, well, you got eyebrows for a reason because uh, it's supposed to let you know when something's about to hit you in the eye. What? Yeah, that's what all that the armpit hair is so you don't get chafed. Pubic hair is to protect your junk. Everything's got a. I'm not saying everything happens for a reason, like some kind of hippie quack queef. I'm saying everything's on your body for a reason. Well, the eyebrow, I got a bit about this before the world ended. The eyebrow, I thought, was to protect from sweat getting in your eyeball. Ah, but that they, makes sense. But the scientists now believe it's for nonverbal communication. Now I'm just doing a bit, but it's for nonverbal communication. It's for like, hmm? Yeah. yeah. That's why we well, have eyebrows. According to Kramer, 94% of communication is nonverbal. Yeah, I remember that. That was silly. Which seems high. Yeah, I think that's the joke. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think. I don't know. Maybe not. I think you're right. But yeah, because if I just stood still and didn't make gestures or facial expressions, but told you a soliloquy, I think you get more out of it than if I just went. Yeah, I mean, I'd get a lot out of that. Your, your parents are related. Uh, <laughs> Incest. Something like that. Incest is fun. Isn't it weird? We were talking about this the other day, Sarah and I and her sister, that there's a whole thing where did you know that People, if they get separated at birth from their father or from their sibling, they end up wanting to fuck that person. They meet them later in life. There's like oh. a bunch of examples of that. Like if you right. met your mother right now, you'd want to, you know, eat her out. Well, maybe it's like Back to the Future. You know, the, the mom was into the son. Yes, exactly. Aha. Uh -huh. So they were on to something.
And she's hot. Leah Thompson's hot. You see her tits and uh, all the right moves. Yeah, and Michael Jackson's a cutie. I mean, this is before he started jizzing and shaking. So <laughs> he was, back then he was a cute little number. Well, he must have been jizzing. That's true. I guess uh, shucking and jiving is what I should have said. Yeah, he's cute. My mother always had a crush on him. I remember one time uh, years ago, Soder, this is our drinking day, Soder had an audition at Spin City, and there was like the most Soder moment. You know, Soder's <laughs> a real people pleaser. Yeah. And uh, myself also. And he was like, I got an audition. And I was like, oh, wow, man, my mother loves her. He's like, I'll bring her on set. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll have her meet him. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Like, I just love the idea of Soder like nailing a walk-on role and being like, all right, get your mother. Down. Just roll her old bones down here. Let's get your mom on set. And they're like, what who the nice fuck guy. is this lady? <laughs> Such a nice guy. Not even thinking ahead. Like, yeah, whatever whatever makes her happy. I don't even know the lady, but even if it jeopardized my career, I'll help her out. Well, Soder's the best. That was like pre-therapy Soder, just always right. trying to get the right thing in there. Now Soder's like had too much therapy. Now he'll be like, shut the fuck up. The story sucks. And I'm like, hey, take it easy, man. Yeah, you're too healthy. This is weird. Um, but yeah, I but, just remember being like, uh, all right. I mean, good luck on the audition. But I just, yeah. I was just moving the conversation along. Yeah, it's a, one of those weird things because you want to be like, oh, thanks for being nice. But you also want to be like, that's never going to happen ever. So I don't know how to, how to react to this. Maybe I should tell him she's got a crush on Giamatti. See if I can get her in at Billions. Ooh, ooh that's good. Not very believable, D- though. WNBC. <laughs> Nobody's got a Giamatti crush. No, no. Pig vomit. He's hideous. <laughs> so speaking of incest, yes. isn't it interesting how I think about incest a lot. God, or whoever you want to say, biology, the uh, the stars, Allah, they made it so if you fuck your relative, it comes out like a downsy. Yeah. It's nice that there's a built-in punishment there. Yeah. Well, if you consider having a retarded kid a punishment, I think it's a blessing. I'd love to have a couple retards running around. They're adorable, and they got, they're strong. They're strong. They got big dongs, too. What's wrong with strong, big dong? I mean, that seems nice. Adorable, big, strong, and a big dong? I'll tell you what's wrong. When they turn on you, they pin you down, and they rail you <laughs> with that big old retarded piece. <laughs> We're back on soda again. <laughs> um, take that, Mr. Nice Guy. Um, but yeah, you know, it's a built-in penalty. Yeah, that is fascinating. But I think it's legal to marry a cousin. Like, in the old days, your cousin was just... Oh, acceptable. Like right. in, in the movie Tombstone at the end, Doc uh, Holiday or Doc Hollywood. Wait, what was the Michael J. Fox? Was that Doc Hollywood? Michael J. Fox. He made a movie called Doc Hollywood, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Anyways, I was trying to connect the two. It didn't make sense. Uh-huh. But at the end of Tombstone, Val Kilmer's on his deathbed. He's like, I was in love once, my first cousin. And you'd think Kurt Russell would do like... What? Yeah, yeah. You're fucking weird out, but he's like, oh man, that's great. Like, that was just standard. Yeah, well, I think back then there were eight people in your town. There was no GPS, no email. Like, you fucked around you. If people didn't fuck their cousins, we wouldn't have a civilization, probably. Well, I've always thought this since I was a kid, and maybe there's an ex- explanation for it, but if, it's, if you believe in Adam and Eve, isn't it all incest? Don't we all trace oh. back to those two? It's a great point. Great point. And how would you get Asians and blacks? Yeah. Well, I don't think they believe in Asians, some of these people. <laughs> That's but what wait. I don't, I don't understand the Adam and Eve thing. Are they brother-sister? I thought they were just a man and woman. 
Well, they might not be brother and sister, but to the spawn would continue to be related. Ah, if everybody good point. they might not be, but the first they have to have at some point a boy and a girl, right? I don't know the story that well because it's stupid. Yeah, <laughs> and don't get me started on Adam and Steve. That's not real. Uh, no, I like uh, gays. I yeah. don't know. I hit the wall they on that one. Fun. But anyways, uh, there's a few uh, examples of cousin fucking going on out there. There's a lot of cousin fucking. I hear the, the Hasidic Jews are big into it, and I hear the hillbillies are. Like Johnny Knoxville said once, he's like, yeah, I think I'm the product of my uncle and my great cousin fucking. Or He's like open about it. Well, we talked about it recently. FDR and Eleanor Roosevelt were related. Yeah, and I think the whole British royalty, they're all that's why they look like gargoyles. They're all hideous because they're all just dabbing each other. But I could see being attracted to my cousin if I never met. Like, I grew up, my family was always together. My whole family every Sunday. Like, the idea of a family reunion is so strange to me because my family's always together. Yeah. But if you have a cousin that grows up in Tacoma and then you meet her in St. Louis and she's hot, why not fucking eat her out for a couple days? Eat her out, and, and you'd probably have some weird bullshit connection, like something about this broad uh, hits a nerve with me. So it's actually because you're blood-related, but in your head you're like, well, she's probably got a fat ass or something. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not attracted to my uh, cousins, but I could see a, a situation where I could be. Yeah, it's kind of bittersweet having an ugly family. Yes. Because... I have two cu- two female cousins, and they're both like knockouts. Just just mm. from a you know a purely physical subjective. Not a tra- yeah, Objective. there you go. Yeah, I'm not into them, but they're both obviously objectively attractive. And yeah, if they weren't my cousin, I'd probably make a move. Yeah. All right. Do you think they would? If if it wasn't societarily a problem, maybe you'd make a move. Maybe, because I've already met their parents, so that's done. That helps. Yeah, I know where they live. I know a lot about them. Eh, Could be something. There's a Boston comic, great great comic, uh, strange guy, was a real conspiracy theorist, thought the the Jews killed Kennedy and thought George Bush was an alien. DiPaolo. Fascinating guy. But... um, he was a hilarious comic. Anyways, um, nice guy, sweet as pie, great jokes. But he had a joke about it. he was dating a girl. Then they broke up, and then he started dating that girl's sister. And he's like, that was weird. I had to go meet the family again. <laughs> he's like, it was really awkward. It was at lunch, to, at dinner, to break the tension. I turned to the brother and said, you're next. <laughs> That's a good bit. That's a killer bit. Yeah, he had some great ones. I love a smart incest joke. Yeah, there's got to be some more. I guess Ancestry.com is like for incest people. That's like uh, Tinder. Yeah, I suppose so. You're like, wow, look at all these eligible. But I don't know if it's a fetish that you want to fuck your cousins. I think you just fall for them. I think it could be. I think it's a fetish because it could be, I'm saying, because it's a fetish for everything else. Why not this? Yeah, good point. We got some Lego porn made, by the way. How about that? Oh, man, that was the highlight of my week. I love the idea of somebody hearing that and then taking the time to animate that. Yeah, RyanHasAWebsite.com is that guy's name. Oh, speaking of exciting things happening, we got a Patreon challenge we're starting. We're up to 2,500 Patreon people. 
Sing which it, sister. We appreciate it, which, by the way, is a lot, and we're grateful, but we got about sixty to 80,000 people listening to the show, so it's pretty small. Yes. Now, if there's 500 of you out there that haven't lost your job, and you're not homeless, and you're not raping your cousin, yep. get together five bucks a month, sign up for the Patreon, because when we get to 3,000 patrons, Mark and I are going to watch... Stranger by the Lake and do voiceover commentary on Stranger by the Lake and it's going straight on the Patreon. How about that, folks? You don't want to miss out on these two queefs commenting on basically a gay porn. That's all we talk about anyway, and now it's going to happen in real time. And this movie's amazing. Now, have you seen the film? I have not. Well, It's on my ex- list. It's exciting because I want to do commentary and make some fun and poke some jokes, but... I also want to give some breathing room because this movie, this is a hell of a picture. I mean, it's better than Firestorm. <laughs> is it prognosis negative? This is better than prognosis negative. It's better than sacked lunch. I mean, you're going <laughs> to fucking love this film. And All uh, right. we might get sued by a French, you know, gay filmmaker for eh, posting it. We could, but We could use the press. <laughs> um, it'll press us in the fucking woods. <laughs> yeah, bring it on. I mean... I don't know. I, I'm dying to see it. And I think even if we're zinging and zanging and jizzing on the screen, I still think we can. I can take in the plot. Yeah, you can take it in. Well, I mean, that's how we'd probably watch it if we were at home. Because my wife and I watched it together. We had a great time. And we kept going, oh, my God, I'm so horny. I'm hard. Fuck me. <laughs> yeah. And we still enjoy wait. it. So we need 500 of you to sign up for the Patreon. It's five bucks a month. I know you're homeless. I know you lost your job and everything. But... Um, yeah, make It'll it happen. Worth it. Let's get to yeah, 3,000. Yeah, let's make it happen. That's that's you don't want to miss out on that. I mean, if you're a real Tuesday, this is going to be this is like the Super Bowl for Tuesdays. <laughs> Wait do you see this load. When's the last time you saw a hard cock jerked off by a man spray a load all over the belly? Yeah, I think it was since I was in Cub Scouts. <laughs> it's been a while. But but how are we going to do it? Am I going to come to your house? No, no chance in hell. I don't want you near me. Um, <laughs> no offense, but you're out bebopping and rocking and rolling. I wait till I tell you what I did today. I'm, I'm saving that for later. All right, I can't wait. We just went for a long walk. We're out and about. I, you know, what? Do you, what can you do? For Christ's sakes, ah, but, you gotta live. God damn it. Um, what were we saying? Ah, oh, fuck me. Something about Patreon. Oh, I think. Uh, what's his toes? Shelby is yeah. going st- to stream it on the screen. We can share screen via Zoom, so he'll play the movie, and then we'll just comment on it, I guess. But I need to be able to see your mug. I want to see. I want you to see my face and me to see your face when that jizz hits the air. Yeah, then we're going to have to get it on to the Patreon somehow. Ah, Shelbo's all over that. Shelby, you can do that, right? That, he's not, he doesn't have a microphone. He might have nah, left. Good. I don't know what's going on. I think he's watching the movie. <laughs> He's he deep could, in thought. He could probably deep. figure it out. We got yeah. a lot. Of, we got a lot of plugs. I mean, these are all our plugs. We'll make them funny. Today, I'll start this one. Today is the big day. The Mark Norman Out to Lunch special is out right now on YouTube. Oh, thank you, Fatty. I appreciate. It. Yeah, it's out. It comes out at 9 p.m. Eastern time, whatever that means for you. And uh, yeah, let's get the views up, comment, subscribe, share, spread that link like herpes, folks. Let's get it out there. Fuck Netflix, fuck HBO, all these kooks. 
Let's YouTube's the hot new spot. You're going there. I'm there. Sam Marill. Fuck these queefs. They got no idea. No, Netflix bought mine. But let's get ah! your comments out. No, I'm kidding. But uh, everybody, if everybody listening comments something fucking positive, obviously, everybody comments and everybody likes, it will shoot up the thing. Yes. You guys are in charge of the business now. These gatekeepers are clueless. They're all cum-guzzling Nazis. Screw them. Do it for us. Come on, who's funnier than this queef? Then you got Sam. Let's let's show him who's boss out here. Yes, yes, sir. All right. Uh, Shelby just texted me and said it'll be audio only. The commentary. Ah. So they'll have to, but that makes sense. So they'll have to stream it on their own and then just hit play, so it'll line up with the movie. All right. Well, then the French homo is gonna love us because uh, we're plugging his movie. They have to buy it. We got everybody streaming the movie. Yeah, they'll find it somewhere. I mean, that's worth. Even if it costs $100, it's worth it to have a great porn. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, that's true. do it this week. Comment, like, spread the word. And also, we're doing this coast-to-coast -coast roast. We were skeptical at first. We've done a few of them. It's damn fun. It's a great show. I know Reesh has been in there. A ton of Tuesdays in there, which we appreciate. Love the gay. Love seeing Queef and Allah and farts and all that stuff all over the, the chat room. And uh, yeah, it's a joke a second. They got the roast jokes, and we roast them, basically. It's it's a zing and zang gunfight, so you don't want to miss that. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And what else are you doing? I'm having a great time on there. Yeah, get on there, check it out, and uh, keep spreading the word about the podcast. Uh, here, here. Anywho, so what were you doing today? You went out and about? Well, uh, two things I want to bring up. I'm going to save the other Jew for later, but uh, how about you ever had this one happen? My One of my most hated things in life is losing something, like... You lose your favorite uh, keychain or wallet. You know, you ever lose a wallet? I have. Yeah, uh, I got a. I got a story about that, but it's a side story. Oh, hey, lay it on me. There's nothing worth. You know, you lose a phone. You, you're all discombobbed. You got to go down to the Verizon store and blow the guy, and that. And then you get the new phone. You got to redo it. And all your settings are all cheesy and weird and queefy, and well, it just ruins your whole life. My quick story was I was at Caroline's and a comic, I won't say the comic's name because I'm going to really trash him. I mean, great guy and great comic, but I, w I don't like to have a wall. I carry my wallet in my front pocket since eighth grade trip to D.C. when every family member was like, you yeah, put your wallet in the front. <laughs> so yeah. I still do, but I don't like a big bulge in my pants other than my cock. So I take the wallet out and put it in the green room wherever. I go on stage, I do a 10-minute spot, I come back, my wallet's, my wallet's gone. <laughs> and That tearing sound. I can't find it, so I'm looking all over, I'm tearing the place apart, I'm freaking out, my wallet's gone, and then a comic's like, looking for this? And he just had it and was like, fucking with me. Oh. And it's the kind of humor I hate, because I'm like, I guess that was fun for you, not even funny, and for me, you just made me super fucking bummed yes. for like 10 minutes. That's your humor? Yuck. I'm upset. Stinks. You upset me for a while? That's funny? Right. Hopefully that was Ralphie May. That uh, was very uh, frustrating. But uh, anyways, so you lost something. But yeah, like you know how that feeling of just like your whole life's ruined. So I got a uh, birthday gift last year. Always wanted a pair of Ray-Ban sunglasses, like the classic Wayfarer black from the movies, never had them. They're too expensive. I said, I can't ever buy that for myself. I'll just lose them. So the lady bought me a pair. These things are like 260 bucks or something crazy. No kidding. For a pair of sunglasses. Ray-Bans are bananas. It's it's way overpriced. It's all plastic. 
But uh, I finally had them. I wore them on some 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 podcasts and had fun with them, and I loved them. And I was like, I'm I'm never losing these glasses. Cut to I do a gig, I get a rental car, and I leave the glasses in the rental car, and I didn't realize it for like two days. I call the guy and I go, "Hey man, I left some Ray Bans in the car." He goes, eh, "I haven't seen them," and I and I lost it. I was like, "Look, I know you have them. I would keep them too. They're Ray Bans. I get it, but I know you have them." Please give me the rain. He's like, I don't have them. I swear to God. I'm like, I know you fucking have them, you fucking lying piece of garbage. I'll kill you, you fucking chooch, you fat bitch. And he's like, I don't have them, you crazy psycho. And we went off on each other. One year later, I pulled a bag out of my closet. They're in the bag. Oh, it's in the bag. In the bag. The whole time, I never checked the the old suitcase from from '88, and uh, now I feel bad about the Enterprise guy. But oh boy, what a relief it is. Well, maybe you can email him or find his number, <laughs> Google him, and say, "Hey, I got the shades." And uh, sorry. Yeah, I really went off on that guy. I'm sure he's killed himself by now because I really tore into his fat ass. But. Uh, I got the glasses and uh, all's well that ends well. Yeah, nice to have the shades. Where are they? Put them on. Oh, maybe, well, they're all the way across the room. I got headphones in. All right. But, so today I'm, I'm trying to shoot as much uh, content because I feel guilty about being so cooped up and unproductive. And I'm shooting a bunch of content. Today, I'm not going to say what the premise is, but I swam in a pond in Central Park. No kidding. Is there a pond you can swim in in Central Park? Not legally, I don't think. We had to jump a few fences. Not the reservoir, I hope. <laughs> I mean, it must have been the boat pond there. Boat In pond. The, yeah, where the where the boats are, the bullshit. Yeah, the paddle boats and the little uh little bar area restaurant. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, it was freezing. I I think I got my toe nipped by a, a koi fish and I mean, it's these, fucking cold out today. It's like 40 it's, degrees. 40 degrees. I'm free. I'm, I got, that's why I'm wearing a coat. My core temp's way down. I'm like Kramer. I can't get, I can't get warm. So what was that? Well, I guess you can't tell the premise, but uh, I mean, are you all right? Because that, that's got to be a filthy pond. There's slime in there. It's 45 filthy. degrees. I think uh, the, the floor felt like mush. I think I stepped on a, a, a heroin needle or a meth pipe or something because I, I, I feel a little woozy. And it was freezing, and it smelled like hell, and all these people were around watching, and they were. All, I saw this Asian lady go, oh, God. Like, you should be ashamed of yourself. I'm like, well, what do you care? I'm the one killing myself. Why are you mad at me? Well, she should be ashamed of herself. Her damn country gave us all COVIDs. That's what I was thinking. She was actually uh, eating a bat as she was looking at me. But it was uh, it was brutal, and... You, know, you, you forget about the little things, you know? Like, oh, you see something crazy on Jackass, but, like... Being in the water was not that bad. It's it's the stepping on random rocks and slipping on algae and getting that jizz between your legs and the the fish eating your balls all and then getting out of the water is the whole thing. That's, that's always, the part that sucks. That's always the worst part of getting in natural water. That's the, the best way to swim in in water is to get on a boat, go out where you can't touch bottom, jump off the boat or whatever. Yes. The, yes. Trying to assess the water from land always sucks. The the foot's always going out from underneath you, and you're right. stepping on sharp things. Plus, we got city feet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing. I'm all True. shoes. I mean, I never. I don't leave the house without a sneaker and a and a fucking uh, orthopedic back pillow. <laughs> like, I'm like I haven't walked barefoot since 1984. Exactly. I got smooth feet. They're like little babies' heads down there. They're soft and mushy and and dis disformed. 
But like, yeah, if I was a slave or something, I'd have feet like like a Reebok on the bottom. I'd have like a like a like a goose step boot. Oh. But no, these feet are like baby bottoms. I'd kill to be a slave. That seems like good living. Oh, they're always ripped. It's a good exercise. You're out in the sun. No office. Yeah, healthy as a horse. You know, you you're, you got a nice boss you know you always here's the worst part of having a job when they're always aloof you don't know what you're supposed to be doing they go yes. oh just go over there and uh, when you work when you're a slave it's do this or i'll hit you and you go you got it easy peasy no living, thinking living the high life yeah you're like picking cotton that's so heavy oh even the whip seems fun i'm into that <laughs> shit <laughs> and you're getting fucked by your master yeah Come on. i'll take a lash Give me a give me a lash and a gash. Hey, speaking of, uh, <laughs> well, I shouldn't get into. Let's say something else, and then we'll go to the sponsors. We can't go straight Ooh. from lash to sponsor. Well, we just lost our Ray Ban sponsor. I'll tell you that after that slave rant. But uh, <clears throat> woo, it's good to have those shades back. Well, I'm excited to see the video. When will uh, the swim vid be up? Uh, probably next week, and then I'll die of COVID slash. Uh, I guess AIDS. I don't know what I got. That I think I got scurvy, SARS, and uh, polio. It could be the opposite, though. That might jack up your immune system, being in that shit. That's not bad. I mean, I'm basically swimming in duck shit, a <laughs> duck shit toilet. Duck shit was my uh, waiter, last meal I had out at uh, Happy Family. <laughs> ah, duck shit. Hello. <laughs> all right, well... I guess what is this... duck sauce, by the way? Is that made from ducks? All right, I'll be here all week. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know anything. So duck sauce. Well, you got hot sauce. All right, I get it. It makes the food hotter. You got tomato sauce. That's pretty good. You got uh, soy sauce. All right, I'll, I'll see myself out. But then what the hell is duck sauce? And then what the hell is eel sauce? I never heard of eel sauce. Soy sauce is I am sauce in Spanish. And... Uh... <laughs> I don't know. Duck sauce is sauce that you put on a duck, I assume, right? Is that right? Oh, uh, yeah. I guess you're right. It's got a duck on the package, but it's pink, and I just put it on my my egg roll. It's interesting because tomato sauce is made from tomatoes, but duck sauce is not made from ducks, is it? That's that's what I'm getting at. I don't think it is, but it's weird because you put it on a duck, but tomato sauce, you don't put on a tomato. Yeah. It should be called pizza sauce. Or spaghetti sauce, which I guess some people say. Spaghetti sauce. Oh yeah, they do. The uh, the the dagos, the wops. They say the gravy, which I like. Yeah, I never heard anyone actually say that. I've only heard fucking fake American Italians say that about Italy. Ah, I mean they say it on uh, Goodfellas. I guess for a moment he says that. <laughs> I don't know. But they say sauce it. a bunch too, though. He's like a sauce. They made a great sauce. Put too many onions in the sauce. Yeah. You got to have a good gravy. Oh, I hit my wife. I got hairy knuckles. Oh. Yeah, the only person I've ever heard gravy is fucking a bunch of meatballs I went to high school with going, you know, in Italy they call it gravy. Oh, right, and you're like, right. I don't know that they do. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, well, that's going to offend somebody. But this week, Tuesdays with <laughs> Stories is brought to you by, isn't it, by the way, sorry, isn't it funny that that's what will offend? Of all the stuff, we did a 10-minute bit about slaves. No one will care. I'll get three different guys named Mastrangelo being like, hey, we call it gravy. My grandfather's from the fuck. That's what will offend the people. My uh, grandfather's from the old country, you fucking chooch. How about I come down there and break your skull? Yeah, shut up, you whippersnapper. Anyways, cool. Tuesdays with Stories is brought to you by ExpressVPN. 
We're stuck at home, folks. Being stuck at home these days, you're probably using your internet more than ever. I know I am. Oh, yeah. But might not be too concerned about privacy on your home network. If you open a private tab on your browser and no one can see what you're up to, right? Well, I hate to break it to you, but your online activity can still be traced. And Uh even if you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can still see every single website you've ever visited. My God. Yikes. I've got a solution. Never go online again without using ExpressVPN. Tell them a little bit about ExpressVPN, Mark. I love ExpressVPN. You get to hide your history. Thank God. It's anonymous. Each ExpressVPN server has an IP address that's shared among thousands of users. Holy hell. ExpressVPN also encrypts 100% of your data with best-in-class encryption, so your information is always protected. And it's fast. Protect your online activity today. Visit expressvpn.com slash Tuesdays. And you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. Whoa-wee! Three months. That's expressvpn.com slash Tuesdays. One more time, expressvpn.com slash Tuesdays to learn more and surf safely out there, folks. Yes, nicely done. And this one I've actually been uh, using lately. This episode is also brought to you by Feels CBD. They just sent us some more, a cool little tube. We referenced it earlier. It comes in that little thing where you pinch and then do droplets. Eyedropper. Yeah, an eyedropper. That's right. And uh, make sure you dot those eyedroppers. Oh, I'm going to kill myself. Mm. Anyways, I've been really stressed out and uh, always struggling to sleep. I got my back hurts from uh, all the anxiety and stress. And uh, the last few days, Sarah and I have been dropping these CBD oils and really helping me out. I feel relaxed at the end of the day. I put it in chamomile tea and take a nice long snooze. And uh, it comes in a fun little tube. I love this stuff. Uh, What is Feels? Feels is a premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. That's how it worked for us. What does Feels do? It naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. It worked for me. It's easy to take. Place a few drops of Feels under your tongue and feel the difference within minutes. I put it in my uh, chamomile personally. Mm-hmm. Are you new to CBD? Feels offers the CBD hotline and t- text message support to help guide your personal experience. I, 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 I'm really coming around on this stuff. It seems pretty fun. If nothing else, it's fun to do. You love it, don't you? I love it. I say join the, the Feels community. I'm a member. Yeah, get Feels delivered to your door every month. You'll save money on every order, and you can pause or cancel any time. I had to become a member because I'm hooked. I, You know me, I can't snooze at night. I'm all over the road. My brain's annoying. So I just pop a few drops in right right on my tongue, and uh, it just calms the brain. I'm out, and I also got a friend with back pain. He does Feels for that. So it's all purpose, folks. Feels has me feeling my best every day, and it can help you, too. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash Tuesdays, and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's feels.com slash Tuesdays to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. One more time, feels.com slash Tuesdays. Get on it, guys. That's a deal. Half off and free shipping. I mean, that's something. That's a, that's amazing, and for good sleep, it's worth it. Hell yeah. You need to get to sleep. Oh, yeah. 
So I, I blew my load on telling you about the Central Park thing, but uh, it's been a wild day already. Yeah, what do you got to? Oh, we got tonight. We got the roast. We roasted it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a lot of work, and you're on full gear, just pedal to the metal for eh, three hours. But yeah. it's uh, it's a lot of fun being funny again and zinging and zanging. Like the pot is great, but you can't hear the laughs. This you actually hear laughter. Yeah, it's pretty good, and um, it's a lot because we're on camera a hundred percent of the show. Yeah, but uh, good to see those Tuesdays out there. I know, and then I worry. You know, I used to listen to Howard Stern, and he was so great. And then he started working for America's Got Talent, and that's what the whole show—that's all he would talk about. And then he got all fucking cum guzzly and weird and pussified, and I was like, "Well, this sucks." So I was scared of talking about this because I didn't want to turn into that. Yeah, but our thing is a roast. That's like a, a gay talent. I mean, I guess ours is a gay talent <laughs> show, but we're trashing everybody. Good point. But the only thing with the roast that we're doing is I'm going to run out of jokes. Like the, the first few episodes, the people pop up and you're like, what are you, a gay uh, hijacker? Right. What are you, a fat fucking, you know, Paula Poundstone, whatever the hell. But yeah. now we, we keep seeing them. So you're like, <laughs> hey, you're still fat, you whore. I know. And then... <laughs> The guys in the comments are so good because they'll they'll call you and they'll be like, you use that already, homo. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know you were listening that closely. I know. Well, one of the comments killed me. There was the one guy, Andy Steinberg. Someone wrote, he looks like he's wearing an Earl Skakel mask, which I thought was hilarious, which is a <laughs> little inside, great, I guess. But. Yeah, six people got that and you were one of them. But um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. So do that. I watched um, Lolita last night, the wife ah, and I, the original uh, Stanley Kubrick. It's got some real fucking silliness. It turns into like sketch comedy at times. Really? It's been a while for me. I, I jerked off to it in 81, but I haven't seen it since. Yeah, it's a little goofballs and uh, Peter Sellers, who's like a genius, is in there. But it's like, it's so weird because it's just straight comedy for at times. Yeah, wow. It's, isn't it about fucking a kid? Yeah, but they never really, he never, they never show him fucking the kid or anything. Uh, in the book, she's 12. In the movie, she's 14. And the guy's like 68. I mean, it's he's old. Isn't that weird? Like, this maybe could be a bit later, but, like, it just hit me that it's weird. Like, back in the old days, like the 50s and 60s, everything was so out there. Like, uh, I mean, the honeymooners, the whole joke was, Alice, I'll take you to the moon, you know, one, I'll rock them, sock you, right, right in the kisser or whatever. And you would never joke about that now. But back then, you couldn't have the, the couple sleeping in the same bed. And now it's the exact opposite. Now it's like, yeah, we're, we're fucking on TV, but if you make a, a hitting your wife joke, you're done. Yeah, that's what's cra- I think, I mean, everyone's about to do a shot. I think we've talked about this before. We lose a lot of things. So often you're like, imagine trying, we say things like, imagine trying that now. Yeah. And imagine doing that in the 50s. But here's what's interesting, too, is there was like on on television in the 60s, you couldn't say anything and they couldn't stay in the same bed you couldn't show a pregnant woman right but at the same time there was the fucking vietnam war they're like lighting the hut on fire it's it's the same shit it's like you can show somebody getting shot in the face on the news yeah but a tv show you're like you can't say damn yeah yeah but and it's just weird how we pick which ones are okay and the one that we pick is as okay is always way worse right well you know like you can't show a pregnant woman on TV in the 50s, but you could do a hitting your wife joke. You could uh, make a like a, 
like a black guy is stupid joke, you know, <laughs> but like the pregnant woman, that's not, that's like a biological, that's not even offensive. It's uh, We're topsy-turvy here. And now they're saying fuck on ESPN. I'm watching the Jordan what? doc. He says fuck right on there on ESPN, wow. Disney, huh? which is wild, but now you couldn't have... Uh, Archie Bunker, like you said, would be like, oh, these spicks are annoying. And that would be on like ABC. You can't have, you know, Jim Belushi being like, oh, these dirty Jews. Right. If it flipped, the, the offensive shit flipped. It's, it, it's gone a full 180. The, the bad stuff back then is now fine. And, you know, vice versa. Very strange. And oh, we've talked about this a bunch also. But in the 60s, it was like the Republican conservatives being like, if you let people say shit, they're going to be shooting heroin. And now it's the left that's like, what are you, crazy? You can't say black guy. Yes. How did that happen? It just flipped around. But I yeah, I completely agree. But now that we know it's flipped, wouldn't the Republican and liberal go, oh, yeah, what are we doing? It, it's weird how it just morphs gradually and you just accept it. That's the normal. Yeah. You would think a lot of things would be like, oh, yeah, let's try to get on the <laughs> same page here. Yeah. Oh, you made an incest joke. What are you? Blah, blah. Like, yeah, yeah, it's a joke. Yeah. I didn't do it. Strange days. Well, I feel that uh, way with the roast, where we're doing the roast. I'm like, I think this is like, ironically, a safe space for non-safe material. Yes, yes. I think about that a lot. Like, it's the, what we consider a safe space, like the right. podcast. But are are we sane or are they sane? Who's crazy here, you know? Because, like, we're on a roast saying, hey, your mom's a fat cunt who should kill herself, and... That's all fun and games, but other people would say, that's horrific. I don't want to hear that in a safe space, but I'm like, well, if I go to your safe space, you'll crucify me. So who's it safe for? You or me or what? Which well, one's safe? The, it only gets crazy when people are like, that person shouldn't be allowed to um, have work in comedy or at a job or this place. That's where it gets crazy. Other right. than that, it's all opinion. It's like, I don't think you should say that. Yes, but... And I, I'm all about everybody can have their opinion. Obviously, everybody's entitled to that. But when they go, my opinion is the law, that's when it gets weird. Like, I don't like this, so it should never exist. Like, what? What? How entitled are you? You don't like it, so we can't have it? What a kooky system. Gets a little kooky, a little strange. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's all above hey, my pay grade. Speaking of which, that, that Jordan doc, I haven't seen a, a, a lick of it. But uh, I heard he made it. What do you mean he made it? He made it. He I won heard, six championships, baby. No, no. I heard it's his doc. Like he produced it and wrote it or whatever, directed it. I think he gave the go-ahead. So that film, from what I understand, that film company shot it in 1997, 98. And then I think it might have been hit with his permission or the Bulls' permission. Then he was like, fucking bury this thing. I don't want anyone to see it or whatever. And then he finally came around for whatever reason. It was like, you know what? play that footage and okay. they're shooting it so i think he might have final say on what gets cut in or whatnot i don't know oh all right. he's not I, directing I, it okay that somebody told me that and i was like wait what that that feels a little biased then i don't know if i'm gonna get the real juice if if he has a hand in in making it no there's i mean there's juice in there it shows a lot i mean they're criticizing him and showing oh, okay. his negative side and him saying fuck or whatever but I love it. I'm a little upset because we're doing this roast thing and the fucking final night of the Jordan doc after eight hours, hours nine and ten are during our show. But luckily I have ESPN Plus on demand. So, But it's pretty oh, fucking nice. awesome. It's It's been the highlight of, uh, or one of the highlights of the uh, quarantine for me. 
Yeah, so you prefer to watch it in its uh, premiere time spot. Well, it's so good, and I'm so obsessed with it, I want to watch it as early as humanly possible. I got you. But it is weird. I keep going to pause because I'm so used to streaming everything. I keep being like, hold on, check the... Oh, and I can't. Is there something kind of special about having it right on TV and, like, fresh? Not just because it's new, but, like, because... It's like the old days again. It's it's right there. It's like when you find a song on the radio you love. You're like, I probably would have never picked this song on my iPod, but now it's on the radio just randomly. It's fun. Yes, exactly. It's an event like all day. Yes. I'm like, okay, one hour, half hour, and it yes. feels like sports. That's when, I mean, sports is by far the thing I miss the most within all of this, even more than comedy, because it's like that anticipation, the excitement of like, here we go, something's going to happen. And now with the doc, I know everything that happens, but it's still a different angle, and it's inside, and it's it's fun. It really just sucks my dick a lot. Yeah, even as a guy who's not a huge sports nut, I really can understand. You explained it to me the best, the unpredictability. Everything else, you go, oh, the sitcom, okay, he's going to fall for her, she's going to blow him, his dad's gay, boom, we're, we're done. But sports is like... This could go either way. I don't know if he's going to break his ankle. He could he could uh, make the score at the last fucking buzzer. You never know. Yeah, everything else is written and created and manipulated. I mean, sports are manipulated in some ways, but nah. I always say there's so few chances in life to say, oh my God, I can't believe what just happened. Right, right. See, here's my beef, and it's not really a beef, but here's my queef with sports is... I, I, I watch a game, I go, okay, if he loses, great. If they lose or win, great. It doesn't mean that much to me because it's just a team, and they trade teams. But I watch a boxing match or UFC, and I'm like 100% invested because it's it's Joe versus Billy. It's it's Nancy versus Joe. You know, it's just it's just these two people, and they're whole they're they're feeling each blow. It's not like oh the Jets. It's Bob. But see, conversely, and this is partly upbringing or whatever, because maybe your parents weren't into sports. The other way to look at it for me is like the Red Sox are this thing that I've been in love with since I was five, since the earliest age. Your your aunt and your father go, this is our team right here. These are our guys. And you, and you get packed up, and the only time you're enjoying your life as a fucking child and as an adult is we're getting in the car, and we're going to the city, and we're going to go watch the fucking Sox. And when they win, we're happy. When they lose, mom gets hit. And it's that <laughs> thing, that representative of the town, of the city, becomes a part of who you are. Whereas individual sports, which I also love, like tennis, I'm just like, come on, Steve. Yeah. Go get him. I'm not, there's no relation to him. I don't know that uh, fucking guy. What do I care uh -huh. if he loses? But with team sports, the big B is right on the sweater. That's my town. That's my city. That's us. That's it, fucking drunk, angry Irish guys are represented by these French Canadian fruits. Interesting. I, I, I feel you, Fatty. I get it. But it's just a shirt. Yeah, it's just a shirt. I mean, that's just a guy in shorts. I don't know. That's just but a that, dude that who probably hits his wife. That guy's a guy. That guy's got that, feelings. He might be a that guy guy's got his, a life. He hits his wife and shit, too. I mean, I don't know. I don't care about the guy. He's a fucking, he's a loser. I care about the <laughs> uniform, the team, the entity, the unit, the sports. Interesting. That, that's fascinating. I feel for the guy. I don't feel for the uniform. I mean, I care about the guy, too, obviously. I feel, I, I mean, the older I get, the more I feel for, like, losers, because I, I feel like a loser in my life, but... I mean, you see a guy miss a free throw, and you're like, God, I'm thinking about that guy's family and the PTSD he has. But, um, 
Yeah, the yeah. the Red Sox, the Bruins, they're like this entity that that breathes and lives in my soul and being. Where I love right. Roger Federer, but uh, you know he's a fella. I don't I don't give a fuck. Yeah, he's a fellerder. I get you. It's kind of <laughs> like Batman. It's kind of like Batman. I don't care Ben Affleck or Val Kilmer or Clooney. People are like, oh, Clooney's Batman. What the fuck? It's like, yeah, but it's still Batman. Isn't that what you like? Right. What are you getting all hyped up about the guy in the mask? Like, I know he's a. It's gonna be a good-looking white guy either way. With the sports thing and switching teams, it sucks how much they switch teams. Now, particularly the NBA, it's like a joke. But there's also something fun about like, we got that guy. All right, let me look into that guy. I love this right. guy now. They signed, right. you know, Luis Rivera. I'm like, ooh, okay, all right. He's from Puerto Rico. Oh, all right. And now you're our guy. Come on, uh-huh. buddy. You're with us now. And then he stinks, and you're like, fucking get out of here. Beat it. <laughs> You're making us all look bad, you fucking loser. There's something yeah. fun about that. Let me see the new guys. Let's see the new list. Let's see the new team. But it, I've watched enough drafts in my day to where I'm like, does he want to be on that team? I know they picked him, but I want him to want to be on my team. I don't want him just get half to go because he got picked. First I want him to want to come. First and foremost, I don't believe you've ever watched one draft ever. But um, I've never finished one. They're brutal. <laughs> it's always some fucking chubby white guy going, all right, he's in a blazer and his dad's there. Um, I get it, but just no, the, tell me who they picked. I don't well, need the, to see him get it. The draft is weird. I don't, I'm not a draft guy. I'm not an off-season sports guy. I don't care about arbitration and the contracts and all the business. I just like the games. I turn it on right as the game starts. I like the physicality of it. Sure. It's the same with like we talked about like Deflate Gate and the Astros banging the thing. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Steroids. The, the rapes are fun. Like the rapes and the oh, this guy got a DUI and he drove through a playground. You're like, all right. Yeah, that's neat, I guess. But even when they're like, the Astros didn't win, they fu-, I'm like, yeah, they did. I watched it. What are you talking about? I watched oh, the yeah. game. They won it. <laughs> they all ran out in the field and hugged. I don't give a shit about some trash barrel. Oh, like the bad calls and the he cheated and all that? Yeah, I mean, some of that stuff. But, like, yeah, the cheating shit or the deflate gates. And I'm like, okay, whatever, the ball. Fuck you. What are you talking about? <laughs> and that's not yeah. even – I bring up the asterisk. That's not even, like, because I'm a local guy. I don't care about any of it. Right. I'm like, I just like the game. None of it? Some of it's just, like – you know, you hear like, oh, wow, Tebow is a is a Muslim or whatever it is, and he's a virgin. I'm like, what? Now, that's fascinating. Now, every time he catches the ball, I go, this guy's never gotten laid. No, I'm interested in some of that, but, I mean, uh, I think he's gay. But um, Oh, that's even better. But great ball player. Loved him. When he was yeah, in college, handsome. I loved the guy. Hot guy. He's a hunk. Um, but, yeah, it's fun. It's something to do. But it is that uh, I definitely miss it like at first when the quarantine was starting it was in march and i was like this is great i'll watch every second of the tournament and then they canceled it and i was like hey wait a second yeah apparently some guys are such sportos that they'll go watch you know old games i can't do that i've tried that a couple times i get like too sad i get too emotional because i'm like i remember it and there's no you it makes you just want to watch new baseball right 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 but yeah they're playing korean baseball now i've taken in some of that that's fun that feels like an oxymoron. Hmm? If Korean baseball, that's like women's basketball. I don't know. It just doesn't feel real. Yeah, the Asians, they love baseball. More Jap- really? Japan than Korea. but I don't know if... Uh, I don't know. Huge in Japan. Yeah. Mr. Baseball, Ichiro, the other guy. Well, what, is, uh, what is an Asian sport? Do they make their own sports? What do they got? Bocce ball? Or I guess that's Italian. What, what do Sumo. they do? Karate? 
Sumo. They got sumo and jujitsu started in Japan. And I'm, uh, I'm talking team. Well, baseball is huge in Japan, but and, that's uh, ours. That's true. I don't know what they created. Samurai. Yeah, uh, kamikaze, chopsticks, duck sauce, I don't know. throwing <laughs> stars. Well, we bombed them pretty hard there. That must have been rough. <laughs> yeah, like running from that—that's like a track meet. I love uh, Quinn's great bit about give him Hell Harry. It was like a sarcastic nickname because he was like a big pussy. Uh-huh. And so they're like, "Yeah, give him hell, Harry." And he's like, "Oh yeah, I'll give him hell. I will give them literal hell." And they're like, "Jesus, we were kidding." <laughs> right. Take it easy, hair. Oh, I got a inner ear itch. Don't you hit the inner ear itch? Hate the inner ear itch, but it's almost worth it for the for the satisfaction of the scratch. Jesus. Well, you got a little orange. Well, it's all the flux. By the way, some Tuesday messaged me, and he's like, "Hey, just to let you know, uh, reflux uh, highly increases your chances of." Uh, esophageal cancer and i'm like i know that don't fucking tell i'm trying to get over it i'm trying to be okay mentally i'm fucking uh, i'm queefing every day i I didn't leave the house for three weeks yeah and i'm eating cinnamon rolls like they're going out of style and all of a sudden i gotta worry about osteoporosis and uh, esophageal cancer jeez esophageal that's adulthood right there you don't hear a kid saying that word it's scary to me because i'm like what how bad is it gonna suck if I die because of this, I'm, I'm, we're joking about it, Silent Re and the cupcakes and whatever, and then I just die because I ate too many chocolate chip cookies? It's kooky. It's like it's like a, a curse your mom gave you. If you keep eating that chocolate chip cookie, you're going to die. You're like, ah, shut up, you old bag. But Dr. Drew, who's been very creditable throughout this, he said- um, <laughs> He's doing great. He was like, reflux ain't shit. And then I go to this guy, Dr. Uh, Aviv, who's like a celebrity doctor, and he's like, you're fine, you're fine. So I'm going to get regular checks. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I don't suck dick anymore. Yeah. I don't know. Those were the days. Well, it's ever since quarantine. I can't find one. (laughs) I'm telling you, I can be there in eight minutes. But yeah. It's it's tough. I think I think it's it's fine. It's fine if you don't push it. You don't want to get a, a fucking toll house factory in your bedroom, you know, and go nuts every day. Well, I think I'm like occasionally during quarantine, I've we've had pizza a couple times, but like and I had one spicy burrito, but I think if I cut out soda, I cut out smoking cigars, I I've limited on tomato sauce and spicy. I meditate, I sleep, I you know, I eat my wife out. I think we'll be okay. Yeah, I wonder if puss juice is uh either it it's gotta go either way. It's gotta be harmful or the cure. Well, I think that's how Michael Douglas got AIDS. Oh, oh yeah, he got a throat cancer, right? Yeah, that's the eating pussy. I mean, I haven't eaten a pussy since nineteen eighty eight. I as soon as I heard rumors, I quit. I guess, uh, but jeez. I don't know. I feel like I feel like he's eaten a couple different boxes in his day. He's had quite a run. Oh yeah, so that might be part of it. I think you got one lady veg. You're 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 safe. Yeah, I mean, something's gonna kill us, I guess. But the idea yeah. of getting cancer from eating cookies and pizza is such a stinkeroo. Oh yeah, I know, and and it's gotta hurt the ladies. If I was a lady, I'd be like, no, we only have a few things, and this is gonna give you give you cancer. I'll never get eaten out again. It's killing me. So if you're a doctor, write in. Make, make me feel a little better. Give me a little, like, you're fine. It takes years. Because that's what someone else said. I was, I'm, like, I'm like, I'm reading all these stats about esophageal. And they're like, it's got to be years of untreated and smoking. But I'm like, 
Am I? Tr- I take Pepsi AC in the morning and night. I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, I'm you're not. It. If you do die, which probably won't happen, it'll be a slow, long, painful death. It won't be sudden. So you got time. All right, that's good. That doesn't sound so bad. Yeah, you'll be all right. Well, well all the Tuesdays will chip, and we'll have a, like a fun telethon for you. That sounds good. Yeah, maybe I'll get it for fun then. Yeah, there you go. Um, all right, well, we got to put a cap on this bottle here. Oh, geez. Uh, yeah, check out the special. Check out Joe's Netflix half hour there on the stand-ups. And uh, check out Coast Coast Rose if you're, if you're bored and lonely and gay. And it's it's uh, it's up there available for you. Helium.com, I believe. Yeah, it's uh, sports. It's kind of like sporty. It, it fills the need for comedy and sports at the same time. It's this weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then next week will be the finals and semifinals. And uh, some of the jokes are great, and people are really, some people are not, but a lot of people are taking it serious and really writing some killer bits. Totally, totally. I'm, I'm having a blast just hearing the jokes, and then, I mean, what's more fun than being able to razz somebody publicly, and it's okay, you know? Like, we've already run it by them, and they said, yeah, go for it. Yeah, it's exciting. So check that out for sure, and get on the Patreon. When we get to 3,000, you're going to get the Stranger by the Lake commentary, and I'm that's going to be... I- I Fun. just want to see the goddamn porn. I want to, I'm dying to see it. It's going to be something. So everyone get up to the Patreon or sign up. Tell someone to sign up. Email a friend. Spread the word about the podcast. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. And, uh, you know, blow your cousin for fun. Yeah. And it, it, the whole thing has been spreading well. I, I feel like it's getting bigger. I feel like we're getting new fans, new messages, new listeners, new gays. And uh, keep telling people. Keep spreading the love because you spread it. They'll be happy to have a, some comedy in their life, and we'll be happy to have a new listener. Yeah, and, and people keep sending us fan art and shit and the uh, Photoshop. That stuff's killer. So thanks a lot. We appreciate it, and uh, keep yes. doing that too. Send it all up, because we have no standards. We have no uh, painting skills, so we'll post anything. Uh, we'll put anything up. You get Lego porn. You get a painting. You get a, a statue with me with a tiny chode. Whatever you got, I'll put it up. Yeah, we're uh, dumb people, so... <laughs> Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. And thanks for being on the Patreon. If you're on the Patreon, it's really, really, really helping myself and my wife. We appreciate it. Oh, yeah. We're all going to die one day, folks. It's all about the dance. There's no point to life. Just live it up. All right. I'm going to kill myself. You ever listen to Alan Watts? Alan Watts started this whole thing for me. Yeah. I love this guy. He's great. The Wisdom of Insecurity. Yeah, that's how I came to all my Thich Nhat Hanh. I found Alan Watts. That's led to Thich Nhat Hanh, which led to Jack Kornfield, which led to Tyra Brock. Wow, we could have yeah. been hanging out years ago. Yeah, love him. Holy shit, that, that thing about how life, it's like, don't look at it as this journey with a goal. It's just like a, a song. There's no point to a song. It's just pretty. And there's no ending. It's just a song for the sake of song. Yeah. That's how you should live your life. Then he drank himself to death. Did he? I believe so. Oh, damn it. You just killed it for me. What can you do? Well, Tick Matt, he's alive and well, sort of. He's ticking. Clock's ticking. Oh, check out Mindful Metal Jacket, speaking of which. This is all hey. we talk about. Oh, um, uh, there you go. All right. I got to take a shit and my throat hurts. All right. I got to take a throat and my shit hurts. <laughs> <laughs> take it easy. All right. Sweet. I'm signing off. See you in hell. Praise Allah. Georgia saying cut it. Where are the cameras? <laughs>